You'll not always have the explanations you asked for, but you'll always have the explanations you need. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have part one of a three-part message from Pastor Bill Johnson, and he's talking to us about being hungry and the importance of being hungry for God and the things of God. And I know a lot of times we get stagnant and we just are blah and complacent, and we can't be in a place like that and expect to grow in our relationship with Christ and to really see him move. Here's Bill. I want to talk to you about hunger. Hunger. One of the most challenging parts of the Christian life is to be full and hungry at the same time. It sounds like a contradiction. It really isn't. Because in the natural, well, in fact, let me just say this to start with. Hunger is actually a sign of spiritual health. It's also a sign of natural health. Those of you that have had small children have known what it's like to be very concerned for your child because they just lost the hunger, lost the ability, the desire to eat. We know something's going on in them that that may not be good when they don't want to eat. And uh, one of the signs, uh, whether it's in the natural or the spiritual, that there are issues um, is when there's no more hunger. When you live in an environment of blessing, one of the things that's required is to maintain a place of hunger. To do that really requires humility. Humility, hunger is an evidence of humility. Hunger says, I am in need. I am a needy person. And maturity in the kingdom is actually sustained, maintained through that posture of hunger. Something interesting, though, on these, this world of hunger, in the natural you get hungry by not eating. In the kingdom, you get hungry by eating. I've tried this for years. I, I know there are certain areas of, uh, that I need to be motivated about. I need to be hungry for certain things. And all I'll do is expose myself to the testimonies, the experiences, the writings, the, the songs, the whatever of that particular theme that I'm in need of. I will expose myself to those truths. And I find myself with this voracious appetite, voracious appetite for things that I didn't care about a day earlier, and now I'm just passionate about because I expose myself myself to those truths, to those things. I've got a verse to read to start it off. We're going to actually end up in Psalms 107, but I want to read what is a wonderful verse, but I, I think it's kind of a funny verse too. Verse 3 of Deuteronomy 8. He said, He humbled you, allowed you to hunger, and fed you with manna which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. I, I, I love this verse for, for a number of reasons, but let me just walk you through it for a moment. The first part I think is kind of funny. He humbled you and allowed you to hunger and fed you with manna. Do you know what manna means? Man, the word manna means, what is it? So he fed you with, what is it? And he follows it by saying, which you did not know. Neither did your fathers know. So here's the, here's the point. He says, I gave you, what is it, to eat? 
And even after I gave you what is it to eat, you still didn't know what it was. <laughs> and, and your fathers, they didn't know what it was either. And I took you into the mystery of what is it so that you would know that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Here's the point. I, I, I think it's so fascinating. Sometimes we are asking for explanations to a situation we're in, and he desires to keep it a mystery so that out of the mystery, we come with understanding that's higher than what we're asking for. Does that make sense? What is it? I'm not going to tell you. But the end result of trusting me with what is it is you will know. Man does not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So the mysteries you have, trusting in the midst of mystery, takes you to greater revelation. You, you will end up not always having the explanations you've asked for, but you'll always have the explanations you need. All right. Psalms 107. Psalms 107. God took Israel out of Egypt into the promised land, and in the wilderness period, as he led them, they kept looking for places to live. They knew that God was taking them to fortified cities, to vineyards that were already planted, orchards that already existed, inhabited cities where the enemy, their enemy would be driven from that place and they would inherit buildings, houses, farms, everything that's already built. So that's the point of this particular psalm. Verse 4 says, They wandered in the wilderness in a desolate way. They found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them. They cried out to the Lord in their trouble. He delivered them out of their distresses. He led them forth by the right way that they might go to a city for a dwelling place. Here's what I... Uh, um, there's kind of a punchline verse towards the end of this psalm that I'm going to give you in a moment but it helps to identify why God values hunger the way he does. Hunger is a place of humility which keeps us in a place of dependency. In Isaiah 29, it says, the hunger causes people to dream. Hunger actually releases dreams. Those who don't have passion, those who, don't have, who have lost the desire for life, those who have lost the desire for expansion, for progression, for advancement, for building their vision, uh, their, their business, uh, uh, increasing uh, the strength of their marriage, their home. The people who have lost those kinds of dreams and visions, it's just because they've lost hunger. They've lost the ability to pursue and to ask for answers to get breakthrough. The Lord has made you to be hungry. Proverbs mentions, Solomon in Proverbs mentions this kind of an interesting verse. He says, you know, he says, we don't blame someone because they stole when they were hungry to feed their family. They still have to pay back seven times what they took. But at least we understood that it was hunger that drove them to cross the lines, the boundaries. Hunger has a motivation uh, hung, hunger has a, a motivating factor that causes people to move out of themselves into something greater, out of their convenience, um, out of some people who, who, who get everything given to them and there's passion is never expressed in their life. They never discover who God made them to be. 
They never discovered because really the richness of who God's made you to be is found in passion, in hunger, in pursuing after things. So here you are, you get filled with what God is saying and promising and doing, and yet we have this strange requirement to maintain hunger. And if I don't maintain hunger, then I will live off the interest of yesterday's investment. And I no longer get put into a place where I become a transforming influence in society because God has reserved transforming influence to the hungry. It is true. I'll show you in a minute. I actually have a verse for it. You'll be happy to know this is in the Bible. I want to read something to you first, though. I've got just, I was actually uh, doing an endorsement for a book. It's a wonderful book. It's going to be released in the UK. I don't even know if it'll be released here. It's, um, there's so much I could read to you. But what I'm going to read is actually stories that the author uh, took out of other books. And um, they're stories of, of wonderful men and women of God through history. I'll just take a few of them. Just because when you eat, you get hungry. And my goal is to make you hungry. Charles Finney had some ministry in England. He's actually from the U.S. He said, without any expectation of it, without ever having the thought in my mind that there was any such thing for me, the Holy Spirit descended on me in a manner that seemed to go through me, body and soul. I could feel the impression like a wave of electricity going through and through me. Indeed, it seemed to come in waves and waves of liquid love, for I could not express it in any other way. It seemed uh, the, to be the very breath of God. I can recollect that it seemed to fan me like immense wings. No words can express the wonderful love that was shed abroad in my heart. I wept aloud with joy and love, and I do not know, but I should say I literally bellowed out the unutterable gushings of my heart. That was Bill Johnson, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Bill Johnson, The Gift of Hunger. You can also find out more information about him at bjm.org. I hope you have an amazing day, and I will see you again tomorrow. God bless.